It's the Business Casual Nerd Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Brad. Yeah, like a Phil Collins cover of Star Wars music. It's <laughs> 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 him beating the shit out of some drums <laughs> in the middle of it. I love it. It's 2020, everybody. Woo-woo. How's it going? Better than how 2019's over. Oh, well, okay. I don't know. It was a good year. I was just messing up <laughs> or messing around. Yeah, I was going to say, you had some good, good stuff that happened in 2019. Yeah. Big stuff. Yeah. But we're well, now we're into a new decade. Big stuff that's little stuff. Listen, this is going to blow your mind. We've had a podcast going in three years now. We haven't been doing it for three years. Well, no, we didn't start in 2018, did we? Yeah, we did, because we did two Christmas episodes. That's right. We started in 2018, and now we're into 2020. Hey, everybody, we're in our third, well, not our, not third, our third year. year but... but we've done three years. Yeah. <laughs> we've started our third year, just not yeah. the actual third year of doing Kinda it. Kind of crazy. Little nuts. And for the five of you that still listen, man, we love you. We appreciate you. Yeah, we do. That's what we appreciate about you. That is absolutely what we appreciate about you. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it does. <laughs> no, I was finishing the line. Okay, yeah. So you had, you had a good good holidays and all that good stuff? Yeah. We haven't seen each other, well, we, besides this week, we hadn't seen each other in like a month. Yeah. So I went back up to Indiana for a couple weeks and... Yeah, and then like sick and then everybody got sick yeah uh i kept thinking we had dinner in there but i guess we didn't no we didn't i saw you guys this week for dinner and then now tonight for this yeah but yeah all right been like a month since we've seen each other missed you and you guys even got episodes during that break that's true two yeah, of we them had a double dose of december yep that's kind of fun yeah I thought those are some pretty good episodes this editing's getting a lot quicker well you know yeah. Maybe we just don't fuck up as much. Or we maybe just I just don't care. care as much to edit. <laughs> well. I care about doing it. I don't care about editing it. Because yeah. apparently they don't want it edited as much. No, we don't care. So. If you guys hear us um and ah and screw up. We did, then we didn't. Yeah, it's true. Well, if you didn't guess from our uh, intro music, this is the Star Wars special. <laughs> So, I'm going to give you two warnings here. One, yeah. this is all Star Wars talk, so if you don't like Star Wars, you're going to fucking hate this episode. Please listen anyway. You might find something that we yeah. say funny. Yeah, that's true. But this is, literally, we are only talking about Star, Star Wars. Wars topics. So, yeah, if you don't like Star Wars, sorry. But if you don't like Star Wars and you're listening to a nerd podcast, a podcast with nerd in the title, you want to reevaluate things. Yeah, that that's well, I mean, gonna be a little. We don't, I don't want to drive away our single digit listener <laughs> count, but <laughs> why are you listening to this? Uh, and then second thing I'm gonna say is uh, spoilers for for two things. One, The Mandalorian, yes. which is on Disney Plus, the show. Season one is over. Spoilers for that. We're gonna be discussing that and huge spoilers for The Rise of Skywalker, which is Episode Nine, the conclusion of the Skywalker saga. Ooh. So if you don't want to be spoiled, turn it off now. Come back and listen after you've watched those things. If you don't give a shit, or you've already seen it, keep listening. And if you're just about to go see the movie and pausing this... It's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> well played. We don't have a soundboard yet, but we're getting a little more I'm, I'm trying here, I'm yeah, trying. We're, yeah, we're putting a little more effort in. That was that was well done. <laughs> All right, I think... I, I think I just Mike Tyson did. I think we step into our first topic. 
Oh man, I lisped it. I just accidentally my my tongue just stuck to my teeth. Oh, wow. Why is that the one? That can... <laughs> I, fe- I think we dive into a fifth topic. My voice needs to be about an octave higher. Oh wow. Oh, <laughs> it caught you off guard there, huh? Whoo, the little bit, little bit. <laughs> it caught me off guard when my Ooh. tongue was stuck to my teeth. Obviously, All right. I need a drink. All right, here we go. All right, compose ourselves here. Let's dive into it. All and right, three, two, one, scene. Uh, okay, there we uh, go. I see what you did there. Uh, All right, okay. so we're gonna dive into the Mandalorian. <laughs> you saw what I did? I said a scene, much unlike J.J. Abrams can do. <laughs> oh no, you gotta save that. You gotta save that. Ah! We're talking about Mandalorian first. All right. Okay, they had some good scene setting. Give me a one one sentence or very brief review of the Mandalorian for you. Even more space western than the space western. You almost got me word for word. <laughs> Mine was going to be, yeah, something along those lines yeah. about how it was more of a western set in space than the original trilogy, which was a western set in space, which was a very heavily influenced western. And Flash Gordon set in space. Well, Flash, Flash Gordon was already in space. Uh, um, he was also kind of in a desert. Yeah, like a weird combo. Why is all space westerns in deserts? Like, I get that the western was a desert, but not everything out west is desert. Right. Part of the west is, you know, trees. It's true. Like Colorado. There were cowboys in Colorado. Well, not there. cowboys, but there were varmints in Colorado. <laughs> Pew, pew, pew. We really pew. digressed. <laughs> Isn't that what we do, though? So this is back to NPR. <laughs> Talking about quadrants of the United States. Let's talk about the Southwest. The American Southwest. Brought to you by Casper Mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> we are off the rails, and we are minutes in. Business Casual Nerd does not condone the use of a Casper mattress. Or endorse. Endorse. They're, they're not uh, a paid sponsor. I don't condone it either. <laughs> yeah. Get the f- no. It'll hey, hurt uh, your back. Move. Casper might be oh, great. Uh, I don't know. I haven't laid on a Casper mattress. I did. It was okay. I like the other one better. Purple. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, sure. I like that one better. We're just going to give shout outs to everybody. <laughs> See, advertisers, you want us. That's what I'm saving up for. Is it purple? I think I am too. The purple two. Anyway, we really fucking digressed. We, were, <laughs> we literally gave one... <laughs> sentence reviews of the Mandalorian and now we're talking to, and then we went to talking about how the west of the United States is an all desert and then now we're talking about purple mattresses that we're saving up for. You're welcome, John. <laughs> Next thing we're going to be talking about chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. All right. So, the Mandalorian. It's more west space western than the space western. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, the music you... even has like oh, a yeah. western feel. Like Every- it's, everything. It's all straight up Gun or laser, gunslinger, laser slinging cowboys. Yeah, absolutely. So, for those of you that don't know, it is a quote unquote TV series on Disney Plus. Uh, eight episodes that launched when the service launched. Uh, well, the first episode did, and then they released them, which I loved. They did a week at a time, uh, which I liked a lot. I did until it started getting to the end, and I just wanted to watch it. Yeah, but that that was exciting to me. Like, it, well, it, it took me so long to be able to start catching up. Yeah. That I ended up watching four episodes in a row and there were two left and I was like, come on. Yeah. Like I had to binge it anyway, but waiting, but I didn't want to wait two extra weeks. Yeah. I get that. But for me, like this year, 
or well last year especially with season three of Stranger Things with the yeah. the huge dump of it. I well, felt yeah. like I couldn't like all my coworkers were watching it, but everybody was at different spots in it because they were That's binging. True. And like some people had binged it all on a weekend. Some of people like me were watching, you know, split it up over several days. And, and like, I was three weeks behind. Again. Right. And nobody <laughs> could talk about it. Whereas I feel like with a weekly episode release, it's back to how television was back when we watched yeah. TV, which was you had to watch it on Wednesday at nine o'clock. And then yeah. you talked about it until the next Wednesday at nine o'clock. Yeah. And you were pumped. Um, and Except you didn't I'm know what behind, was coming. So. You know Thank what I mean? God, like, I can go back and it wasn't on Wednesday at nine and then not again. Right. Yeah, now it's the best of both worlds. It's yep. you can you, if you missed it, you yeah. have it at your go catch it up disposal. Yeah, so um, the show is set. So it's about a Mandalorian. Which, if you don't know what a Mandalorian is, again, the best. I, I, I have a question: Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> if you're still listening and don't care about spoilers, but you don't know what a Mandalorian is, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, basically Jango Fett, um, yeah. say bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. it's uh. Yeah, it's a masked, heavily armored bounty hunter, part of a guild family. Yeah, looks like the uh, old knight armor. Yeah, exactly. Um, some of them have jetpacks, some of them don't. They have a ton of weapons, cool tricks. This one's hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, a lot of hand-to-hand combat. Um, so anyway, this show follows one. His name is Mandalorian. You don't find his name out until much later. He just is referred to as yeah. Mando or the Mandalore. Um, and it's kind of like his adventures. He is a bounty hunter, so he goes and meets with the head of like crime syndicate, sends him out on his job, go kill this person, or or bring him back dead or alive, whatever. Come back, get your credits, go do it again. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Very much. Um, Except that was RoboCop, but yeah. Right. That was kind of like RoboCop. Western. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he kind of looks like RoboCop. Yeah, he kind of does. He's got the whole armor plating. and I... Really, really like the show. I don't know about you. Oh, it was fantastic. I think it was probably... There were a couple times where everyone was like, yay, I like the speed of it. I wish it was parts of it were a little faster paced. Yeah. There was a little... I mean, because you can't have the the slow... Like, he's pondering, but you, you can't tell what he's doing because he's got a mask on. Right. So, like, any slow emotional part that it's just him, it's like, okay, you're... I'm assuming you're brooding under the mask, but we just see you staring at Right, yeah. It's like, come on. So it's it takes place in the Star Wars universe that we know, like all during the Skywalker stuff. So it's set after I think five years after Return of the Jedi. So Emperor's yeah, I think that's right. Emperor's gone, Darth Vader's gone, Empire is collapsing. There is no Empire, basically. Uh there's New Republic. So they've started the New Republic. Um and and that's really about it. So there's like remnants of former Imperials that are still kind of like there's like stormtroopers who are being hired mercenaries, hired guns, and yeah, bodyguards. Um, but this takes place kind of in like all outer systems. So there's no any, not really any of the planets that we know, um, except for Tatooine. I think yeah. it's the only one that we know. They mentioned they Tatooine. To. They mentioned um, I don't remember it now because I don't ever remember all the pro- the planet names, but. There's there was no, another one that sounded familiar when they said it. And there's no characters that we know. So the, no characters from right. the new Star Wars trilogy, no characters from the old Star Wars trilogy. No. There's alien species that we recognize that we like see in the background yeah. from the old, the other movies. But um, none of the characters that we already know make an appearance. So this is all totally new, basically. There's um, one that looks uh, very familiar, though. One. The baby fucking Yoda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> 
So uh, I made this like in our outline. It's like Mandalorian, you know, one sentence review, which I actually forgot to type for this one. And then I was like, you know, what do you like? What do you not like? And <laughs> under what do you like? Brad just wrote in all caps, baby fucking Yoda. <laughs> which at this point, if you have not heard about baby Yoda, you are living under a rock. Yeah. And you yeah. you can just live with the fact that you now know. Baby Yoda, even if you haven't seen the show, has permeated all social media platforms. There's memes. They're like oh, it's yeah. everywhere. And people were at Christmas were so pissed because they couldn't find Baby Yoda merchandise for their kids, which blows my mind. How did Disney not? They just did think, not prepare. Well, how did they not think? They they said they didn't think everyone would latch onto yeah. the character. And it's like, are you serious? It's a baby fucking Yoda. It's the cutest thing that's ever been on TV. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I told one of my coworkers, just like, everybody's talking about Baby Yoda. This is back in December. I think, did I say this on our Christmas episode? I can't remember if Maybe. I did. Maybe. And they were like, I mean, is it really that cute? And I was like, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, you did. I remember. Did that. I say it on here? Yeah. Okay, yeah, where I was like, my kid. Then below that's my friend's kid, like Brad. <laughs> Brad's kid. And then it's Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Which now I think Baby Yoda might have dropped a four, and we'll get into that later. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a toss up. It's, we, have more, I haven't we have more material for Baby Yoda than yes. we do the other that you you're gonna mention. Yeah, yeah. I know where you're going with that, but yeah. But um, I also like I like like the voices behind it too. Yeah, and there's no real voice for Baby Yoda yeah, yet. Like coos and laughter. Yeah, so it, I think that's why it's edging it. But it, we'll get to that. So the funny thing is, uh, in the very first episode, Mando is sent to kill someone. The the hit. You don't know the whole episode who it is. He's just going and there's like this huge battle mm-hmm. and he finds another uh bounty hunter droid that is also sent to kill the same target uh and then at the very last second of the episode it shows that the target is baby yoda and you're like what the hell so did it actually talk- show it that or did it wait yeah, till it the, the second very, it's like the cliffhanger okay. for the first episode i couldn't remember if it was the first or the second episode when you finally see it no you, yeah you see it it opens up i think maybe you just see the hand that's what I think. You see the hand, and he's poking at, and he's reaching for the hand with his finger. Yeah, maybe you don't see. And what they it replicated is. the whole like man to god yeah. portrait. Yeah, I don't, actually, it's a good question. I don't remember if you see it at the end or not. I just remember the pointing. I don't remember. If yeah, I don't remember not. either. I think it's they the either next tease episode. it or they or they very briefly reveal it. Yeah, I think it's just you see the hand. Yeah, because everyone know it's knows like a child that like three finger, well, two appendage and a thumb. Right. Uh, green spiky nail hand. So we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Everyone says Baby Yoda. It's not Baby Yoda. Like, that's the thing. It's no, not right, Yoda. Right, right. But because we don't know what species it is. Yoda has never officially had a species. Right. There's so been we... another one in episode one that was, what, Beetle or some yeah. shit like that? Uh, those are the only two ever known yeah. examples, even in, like, the expanded universe. Yeah. The whole, all the books, comics, everything. It's like, those two are the only ones that have ever been known. Yeah. No one knows their, where they hail from. No one knows what type of creature they are. So everyone just calls it Baby Yoda. Because it looks like a baby version of Yoda. Yeah. And it's and they're like, they kept looking for this non-baby because they're like, he's 80 years old. Right. And then it's just baby. But Yoda lived to be what? Like 900? 900? Something like that, yeah. I'm saying eight, but nine Some, Something right. like that. Yeah, I don't... I Fucking old. That. Very old. Um, But yes, John Favreau, who... Uh, is the creator of this series, um, executive producer. Damn, he's good. He he nailed Star Wars. But he did say after the fact, and I, I really hate that I had to find an article where it's like, John Favreau clears up if Baby Yoda is really Baby Yoda. <laughs> and it's like, 
He and he his answer was no. The timeline doesn't match up. This takes well, place after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Yoda's he dies dead. in Return of the Jedi and becomes a Force ghost. Yeah, how would he be a baby? No, it's just <laughs> another some part weird of the Benjamin species. Button shit where he's like a, he aged in reverse that we don't know about. So he goes from ghost to old man to baby. <laughs> he, he dies, disappears. Not only did he die, his body disappeared. Yeah, like all like like Luke and yeah. everybody else when they die. Uh, yeah, I don't. Which so, no, it's not Yoda. Yoda comes back in the other movies if you haven't seen it. It's a force. But he ghost, is. So. But he does have the force. He does. And but it's probably just a force sensitive species. Right. So we find out their midichlorians are just off the chart. Oh God. Fuck we, those things. We find out through one awesome cameo, not cameo because he was in several episodes, but random ass casting. Warner mm-hmm. Horzog. Warner Herzog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> who who basically is just himself in the show. Yeah. Uh, once this baby, and you don't know why, you can only assume as you learn through the show that he has force powers, that he wants mm-hmm. something to do with the force. Yeah. And then the kicker is you learn that he can heal people. Yeah. So that's when you kind of, you're led to believe, okay, well, maybe he wants them for that. You never, that's what I loved about it. So. Never quite knew where it was going. Yeah. And even when it wrapped up, it had an awesome finale, mm-hmm. I thought. But it's still, you don't know why he wanted him. Why do they right. want him? Yeah. For what reason? Still don't know who he is. Uh, you find out a ton of backstory on we Mandalorian. Might, we might kind of know why they want him for later on in the movie. Now now that we've seen the movie, we might yeah. know why he wants him. But at the time, you have no clue why. Yeah. I don't know. I really loved it. I thought it nailed the tone of the original trilogy, especially A New Hope. Like yeah. it, it got that, like, it's kind of campy. Parts of it are kind of campy, like fan servicey. There's all the cool wipes, transitions. And even no matter how cool he is, something stupid happens, and he looks like an idiot every now well, and yeah, then. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing I liked about him, is that he wasn't freaking James Bond. Like he, Oh, no. He, he fucks he up. He got his ass kicked a yeah. bunch. <laughs> he fucks up a lot. Like, it's almost like he's not great at his job. <laughs> right. Like He's, he's just good, good enough but... to not die. Right. Um... um. But yeah, uh, honestly, the finale was, I thought, really, really good. It had some good cameos. Um, Bill Burr is in it and <laughs> has to just swear because it's probably part of his contract. The, the, um, <laughs> which the best tweet I saw and I sent it to you was, great, now with Bill Burr being in here, we know that there's a Boston in the Star Wars universe. Because <laughs> he has his <laughs> he Boston accent. Did I send you the uh, his... Yeah, I sent you his accent. But if he has the Boston accent, he just sounds as seedy as he needs to be. Yeah, that's true. Did I send you his, uh, the thing I saw online of his uh, pretend action figure? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Frickin' blaster. <laughs> not, he never did say wicked, though. Not for kids. <laughs> this Mando, he's wicked smart. Yeah, so it was weird. I will say that, like, so it's only eight episodes, but it did kind of feel like some of the episodes in the middle didn't really have anything to do with the plot of the overall season no but that happens with tv shows like Like, the first two episodes and the last two episodes were very like overarching plot heavy yeah some of the others it's just yeah baby Joe is there hanging out yeah like it's not following him but that most shows do that though like the shows we've always loved like how i met your mother of the office like they had their season arc but it didn't always follow it yeah yeah that's true Um, well and i think it also was set to show kind of like what his life was like that yeah. He just bounced around constantly, job to job to yeah. job to job. Never had a ton of money. The always, life of the bounty hunter. Yeah. Ships half broken half the time. Yeah. Just always bouncing around. Yeah. Um, 
did you see the thing about uh so one of the there's this part with the star war or with the uh, stormtroopers trying to shoot a can oh that <laughs> man that intro so it, the whole show actually makes fun of its whole universe yeah that was awesome yeah it's very tongue-in-cheek yeah um but did you see the thing about him having to punch the bag oh yeah, yeah. for the pretending to punch the baby yoda yeah because he's like they they told him like yeah this is the baby yoda prop it took it took two million dollars to make this thing and it's animatronic and they, yeah and they told him to punch it he's like i want to punch that thing yeah well, you, like, yeah, no, you have to punch it, but don't break it. <laughs> you saw uh, Herzog said he would quit because they told him they were going to change the animatronic to CGI. Oh, and he said, and he said if you don't leave it, I'm quitting. Oh, I won't be on the show. That makes sense. I mean, it looked better animatronic. Like, yeah, it has some stiff movement. You can tell it's animatronic, but if it was CGI, it looks so out of place. But I feel like, yeah, and it fit the aesthetics of the show right like the show was very grainy feeling like it almost felt yeah. like it was shot on film like because a lot of it's desert like planet right you know for most of it um like when they go back and change the original trilogy and add in this stuff and it just yeah, looks it so fit. disconnected because it's cg it needs yeah. to be practical even if it looks shitty yeah absolutely um i mean in some of the i mean you could definitely tell it was a, a tv show versus a 250 million dollar star wars movie because right. you know some of the cg when they did use it wasn't awesome like the speeders and yeah but yeah the speeders for the most weird. part it was still really good yeah it was good for a tv show yeah it, i mean it fit for tv it, it never was enough to be like well this feels weird yeah you know like if you were really it took a critical eye to it you'd be like okay yeah. obviously that's not as good as yeah uh, you know. and it looked better like some of the force stuff was like done with wires instead of cging right. a person in so it's like it just looks better practical it and overall, it's cheaper <laughs> yeah overall it restored my faith in Disney taking over Star Wars. Because for me, Disney since Disney's taken over Star Wars, we've had the new Skywalker trilogy, which we're getting ready to go into. Yeah, spoiler had, alert. His feeling didn't last long. No. <laughs> we've had two original films, which was Rogue One and Han Solo, outside of the Skywalker trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then we've had the show, basically. Yeah. That's about it. I mean, they continued on Clone Wars, but that was going on mm -hmm. before the acquisition. Um, and then they introduced like the Rebel show, I think. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've never watched those. Although so Rogue me, One was... Rogue One restored any faith I had ever lost. Yeah. The, Rogue One and this are, are, to me, like the big high points for yeah. post-Disney Star Wars. Um, I texted our, our former boss, your current boss, after we started watching The Mandalorian, and I was like, if Disney had any fucking clue what they were doing with Star Wars, they would rip it out of Kathleen Kennedy's hands who mm -hmm. is kind of overseeing it all, and give it to John Favreau, because he, he fucking gets yeah. it. Well, he nails everything. He nails the aesthetic. He yeah. nails the right... I mean, everything about it, it feels like this is... Like, it belongs in that universe. Right. Much like Kevin Feig with Marvel. Like, yeah. having one person that oversees all of it, it feels cohesive. Although, without... You wouldn't have any of the Marvel stuff without Jon Favreau. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He did. Yeah, Because they tried to make Hulk... It, bombed yeah he does iron man that thing took off like a rocket true and again i think with the marvel stuff and i'm again on a nerd podcast confession not a huge not huge into the marvel universe definitely not on the level that you are uh, but from what i've heard from other people is they've done such a good job balancing with the marvel stuff bringing in fans that are new to any of it so a kid yeah. that's never read any iron man knows yeah. nothing about iron man can get just as much enjoyment out of the Iron Man and Avenger films as somebody who's 
read every right. Marvel comic ever. And it's split off enough that if you read the comics, you can still find something new in the movies. Right. Unless they, you're they, one of those, well, you didn't do what they did on page 53 in issue 72. Right. And fuck that guy. Well, you're not going to please everybody, but they <laughs> right. they do such a good job of like walking that tightrope of, of it being enough for the new people, but then still bringing enough in for the people that have yeah. been fans for a long time. Right. Which I feel like Disney has not done at all with Star Wars. Well, and they're, it's a little different because you still have the people who are holding on to the old movies of, this is how it should be. And so yeah. every deviation now is just like, it shouldn't do that. But it's like, yeah, got to change it. There's different people watching it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, and I'm definitely of that mindset. Like, you do have to change it. Yeah. Like, it has to change. It can't. But it has li- to change in a, in a positive way that, yeah. advances what you're trying to do, not just a surprise for the sake of a surprise. Well, they would hate it if it was the same thing over right. and over, but then they also would hate it if you changed it. It's like some right. of those people are never going to be happy. Right. But I feel like making the change for the better of it and not making a change just for change's sake is what the Mandalorian did well. Yeah, I agree. It added some different things, like the Empire's gone, but there's obviously remnants, and at right. some point you're surprised, like, holy crap, there's well, still some people in charge. And again, they did that so well. Like the stormtroopers that are left are like skinny. Their armor's like really loose. Oh, on yeah. them. I don't know if you noticed that, but they're like they're clearly yeah. like not doing well. There's some are like missing pieces. Like yeah. one just got an arm hanging out. It's like off color. It's like yeah. beat to hell. Like yeah. they they just man. Yeah, he. But then there's some that are still following the old generals, so they're kept up as as clean. if the empire still existed. Right. Yeah. Because there's like, and that was my biggest issue, and we'll talk about it, I guess after rises are in rise of skywalker but that was one of my biggest issues with the first order was how would they form this huge cohesive thing right after the empire fell like one of the things i wanted to see in the 30 years from empire strike or yeah. from return of the jedi to the uh, force awakens was there would be you know there would be huge infighting that would be all oh, it yeah. is yeah that'd be all it is if fucking emperor and vader fell it would be this general and this general and this general all fighting to control mm-hmm. it and somehow they have this massive cohesive army that's as big as the empire ever was like yeah that 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 was well in the in force awakens it didn't seem that big it seemed like yeah they had some power because of their tech that they had but they weren't big mm. like the resistance seemed bigger in force awakens than the first order was and then throughout the movies it shifted but i Maybe. think in mandalorian with that general showing up yeah i think that shows that they all went to that the empire that was left went to the outer rim and like outer, took over, yeah. yeah. And they slowly took over and came. They back basically in. became Jabba Hut, Jabba yeah. the Hut, where they're right syndicate. They're the head of their little area. Yeah, yeah. Which explains also a little bit later that we'll get into of how they're contacting. Like we can't get anything out, and they contact the outer ones. No one shows up because the Empire's still kind of over there. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. All right. Anyway, you think we should? Uh, anything jump to our you next didn't topic? like in there? Oh, um, yeah, we kind of. I already just, talked about the pacing. But. Just kind of raved over it, and then didn't, yeah. weren't really critical. Um, yeah, the only thing Mine I was think the was... the pacing. Yeah, the pacing, like I said, was a little odd. There were times where I'm in episode five or six, and I'm like, what the hell is the storyline? Like, where... Yeah. Like, he's got the kid, but now what? Oh, and every time I see... Uh, what was her name? The... The shock trooper one. Phasma? No, no, no. In, oh, in, in Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Like, she, or she was one of the, the drop... The Drop paratroopers, troopers. yeah, they kept yeah. calling her an ex shock trooper at one point, yeah, or something, yeah. But I can't. Remember I thought what she her was cool. Was. I liked her. I can't remember what her name was, but all I can think of is her getting made fun of in Deadpool. 
No, yeah. <laughs> so every time it's like, oh, it's more, it's more angry Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought she was good though. And, oh, she uh, was. She was great. Carl just, Weathers. I kept thinking of freaking Deadpool. And Carl Weathers, I thought was awesome. That oh, was yeah, one he was that I did lot. not have any expectations. Like going in, when I saw that he was in it, I was at like, first what? I didn't realize it. I was like, is that Carl Weathers? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, that's Carl Weathers. Well, and uh, this is gonna sound bad. I hope it doesn't. Well, I hope it doesn't sound bad, but I. Ian, like, Billy D. Williams are kind of interchangeable to me a little bit. <laughs> like, older black man, they kind of look similar. A little bit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even as actors, they've almost been, like, inter- like I'm like, okay, which one? One's Apollo Creed, one's Lando Calrissian. I mean, one seduced your grandma, the other one beat up a, <laughs> beat up a predator. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like, um, But, yeah, he, he, I thought he really worked in it. And then we... Okay, I know we're supposed to be talking about things we didn't like. I fucking loved, uh, I can never say his name, Thor, Ragnarok, director. Uh, uh, I know Watiti. Watiti, who played yeah. the voice of the droid. Yeah. And directed the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh... I thought he directed two episodes. Yeah, I know he at least did the finale. Okay. And then, he, yeah, he did the voice of the droid, which the droid was awesome. Yeah. Um... And then uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed an episode. Yeah, I saw that, and I was which like, which I thought what was the cool. Heck? Yeah, it's Ron Howard's daughter who was mm-hmm. in Jurassic World. Yeah, and been in several other stuff. movies. Pretty good. She, she makes weird episode. faces every now and then. Yeah, and it was a really good episode. Um, yeah, things I didn't like, not really much. I I loved it. I, it to me, every episode was enjoyable. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I thought the length worked. Like you said, I agree with you that oh. some of the pacing was a little off. The as a detail thing, he keeps ending up just looking like he's awful at his job, but getting just enough money to keep his ship going all the time. Yeah. Because every time he lands, he fucks his shit up. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, definitely, like, a little bit of that. Yeah, like, the ship's always broken, and then he fixes it, and then, and then he breaks it again, together. and then he just happens to pay it off. Yeah. Like, what the hell? It all wraps up a little too nicely every time, sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I... It's I'm like de- a full house western. <laughs> yeah. It always bit. wraps up with a bow. Yeah, a little bit. Um, anything you're looking forward to in season two? Uh, I want them to go back to the planet with the the more primitive setup. Because I oh, want to yeah. see Baby Yoda play with the kids again. Oh, yeah, that was cool. And was then the frog. Fun. Yeah. Eating pretty eat the frog, frog creature. Bitch yeah. is hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested in who this Imperial guy is and his weapon, which... I'll be the first to admit. The I'm guy looked familiar. I just can't think of his name. I'm a Star uh, Wars nerd, and a bunch of people at my on my work Slack were like, "It's the dark saber." I'm like, "What the fuck's the dark saber? That weapon yeah. that he had at the end? I have no idea what that is." Yeah, Apparently it was that's uh, significant. It was a created. Oh, crap, I forgot what it was. I knew what it was. Well, and people are also really excited because. Sorry, so, I've been coughing and have like cough medicine and shit. So if I forget <laughs> something, eh. People are also really excited because. Uh, when, like we talked about earlier, Lucas had authorized all of this, what they called the expanded universe. Yeah. So all of these novels, all of these comics, video games, and all of that was part of the expanded universe. And then when Disney came in, they were like, we're killing all of that. None of that is canon. So -hmm. everything that's canon are just the Lucas films and a very select few things. So... There were a lot of cool characters in that expanded universe and a lot of cool things that got killed that were no longer canon. And Darksaber was one of them, I think. Oh, the Darksaber was a 
unique black plated lightsaber created by the first Mandalorian to be allowed in the Jedi Order. There you go. I don't remember what made it black. I'm guessing the. I mean the the color is supposed to be based on the Kyber crystal, but yeah, since they're the only one with a black one, um, the big deal is that it was in Rebels or Clone War, one of the cartoons, maybe Rebels, and so they're thinking the next season there's someone who's will be like a tie-in. Um, it's uh, uh, what's her name? Katie Sackoff said she's in the next season, but hadn't said who. Oh, and they're thinking she's just voicing someone, and that it's going to be the character with like the two things, and who uses the dark saber in. Oh Rebels. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, tied starts something. with an A. Her name. Uh, Asha or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah, I need to watch those cartoons. Yeah, so I just know a lot of people are excited because they are kind of slowly bringing stuff in from uh from the old expanded universe that are now going to be canon again because mm-hmm. if they're in the Mandalorian, they're canon. Um. So I know people are excited about that. So yeah, I'm excited to see where they go with that. And obviously I want to know more about baby Yoda, who he is. Are there a whole planet of Yodas? Yeah. Or were there literally just three of them? Or when one dies, another just appears. Again, another thing I saw on the internet, I can't remember where I found it and I can never find it again. There's only three of them. Yoda got it on. That, do you remember (laughs) I sent you that? Or Hyatt sent it to us. The, uh. Talking about Yoda fucking somebody, and they're like, yeah. maybe he moved to Dagobah to avoid child support. <laughs> and then they're like, I still can't get over the thought of his little green butt cheeks slapping together. <laughs> oh. All right, should we? Uh... Wow. I was trying to make, but uh, the beer doesn't let me make the same noises. Move on to next segment, we will. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be back here in just a second, and we're going to hit up our next topic. It was ridiculous. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. But anybody give a just, shout out to who that is? Uh, that is. If anybody wants to look it up. Yeah, that is the Andrew Allen Trio. Andrew Allen Trio live. That's live jazz. Yeah, jazz trio covering Star Wars Force Theme by John Williams. It's fantastic. Yeah, I actually like it. It's a uh, cool little groove. They have like it's just like this little I guess EP they made. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you can look up live from the Cantina, a Star Wars jazz tribute, the Andrew Allen Trio. All right, on to our next topic. <laughs> that was just funny. This one might <laughs> this one might get a little intense. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. It's a trap! <laughs> and he hits it again. All right. Because it, it was. So, so we both saw it. Over, finally. I over, finally over the, saw it. Over the Christmas break. Um, or holiday break, whatever you want to call it. So I saw it uh, two or three days after this. We do Christmas. It's Christmas break. That's true. Uh, I I saw it like two or three days after it came out in up in Indiana. Saw it with my cousin. Broke the tradition. You and I have seen all. We saw the Force Awakens and don't rub it in. I'm still pissed at you. But we, me and my family still lived here. I told you I'd drive up at Evansville and watch it. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. 
your infant. <laughs> anyway. We were going to bring him, too. You and, you and Blair saw it. We but... had someone ready to watch him. That's true. You and Blair saw it last week? Uh, we, uh, yeah, yeah I guess Last so. week or a little over, like a week and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, no, I guess it was last Tuesday? Yeah. No, it was last, no, it was a week ago. It was last Wednesday because we were going to go Tuesday and she wanted, didn't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you saw it literally a week ago. A week ago. It seems so, like it's been a lot longer than that. We've seen it. Yep. All right. You want to uh, give me a, we a saw sentence, it. one sentence review? Uh, how did I, how did I word that when I saw it? It was, I understand I'm talking about a space Western with sorcery, but that was just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my single sentence review. This is the closest I've ever been to walking out of a film in my oh, entire wow. life. Wow. I almost walked out. Ooh. Yeah, okay, rough. I'll just say this. So I saw it, like I said, two or three days after. I saw it on a Sunday night at like 9 o'clock. So it was like, it had been out for three days. It was still really crowded. Mm-hmm. Uh, theater was packed. And I laughed out loud at parts because of how <laughs> bad I thought it was or how cringy. And I definitely got a lot of ugly stares from people. <laughs> well, I mean, if if you find it funny, laugh. What? Well, I'm talking about like, you know, during a kiss. <laughs> that was ridiculous, though. <laughs> Where it's like clearly not something you're supposed to laugh at. <laughs> no, that... And I'm like, this is. Uh, and then I will say, my so my cousin Steve, who I went and saw it with, he he fell asleep. So if I mean, that says anything, I probably would have had looks because I asked Blair if I said it out loud, and I think she said I did. Um, but there was only one guy in front of us who was gone for like a third of the movie. That's he just weird. wandered off and then came back. I didn't and miss then much. there were two people that. Were behind us, but when I turned around, I couldn't figure out where they were sitting, so I don't know if they were still in there. But during the kiss, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> Just in the middle of the theater. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I texted Brad after I saw it. I said, uh, "I think my exact text was, dude, I just saw Rise of Skywalker. I hated it." <laughs> yeah, um, I've never been dis- more, more disappointed or something. Yeah. Like that. Um. So it's obviously been a couple weeks since I've seen it. I've had a lot of time to mull it over. Uh, Has it gotten better? I still don't like it. <laughs> at all. Uh, I think... Yeah, I still don't like it. I can definitely appreciate the cinematography of it. Oh, yeah, it looks amazing. I wow. can appreciate the fact that if you are a casual Star Wars fan, that it is probably a very fun ride. Like, it's a good popcorn movie. You know, a lot of action. It's it's it is literally nonstop. The pacing of that film is it is two hours and what like twelve minutes long, and it is non yeah. fucking stop. So I can appreciate if you don't care about the story that much, and you're just going to see a movie to have fun. You probably loved it. And I actually have talked to some people that uh, one of my my former college roommate, who I'm still really good friends with, he's not a huge Star Wars fan, and he was like, "Dude, I loved it. I thought it was so much fun." And I knowing that. You hated it, and someone else hated it, and one person liked it. I was like, eh, I'm just going to go in this with a low bar. I went in with the lowest and bar. And so I I thought it was... Interta- I'm trying to find how I said it. Oh, you, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. You said uh, something about you would think that they would learn, but they just keep getting 
more and more outrageous. Right. They're they're getting more. There it was. It's entertaining to watch, but come on, have some creative self control. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it felt very. Uh, this is going to be a weird word to say, it's but I think it, fit. it, 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 was it felt watch. very master, masturbatory. Like, yeah. Like it was just like self-pleasure. Like, let's just do it because yeah. we can. Yeah. And there was a boardroom of people at Disney that were just like, oh, this will be cool. Let's do this. And I get them like wanting to do fan service, but there's. I don't think there was that much fan service in it, though. I think there was fan service. For the service... people that I know who liked it, they said it was all because of the fan service. But. You can go too far with one thing, and then it doesn't make any sense. But I think just because fan... you want something to happen doesn't mean it should. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the fan service, though, for me, is people that are fans of the new Disney trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think there wasn't much fan service for the original trilogy or the original first six movies. A little, but not a lot. Like to me, that was the part that pissed me off the most. How, uh, is how I think it was. It, I said it was what one naked Leia away from being fan fiction. <laughs> Dude, that that was my, yeah, 100%. That was my biggest critique when I got out of it. And I think I texted you that after I told you how much I hated it, mm-hmm. that I almost walked out, was I, I was like, it honestly read like really shitty fan fiction that someone wrote. And yeah. JJ grabbed that script and was like, well, fuck it, let's film this. Right. Give him, give him wands instead of lightsabers and it was Harry Potter. Uh, it was I like think shitty that, Harry, that's yeah, what you said. It was me. shitty Harry <laughs> Potter fan fiction. Like, I, ugh. All right, so uh, on our thing that said, what did you like? <laughs> so let's pick out some positives, because we do have some. I have some. You, well, first off, you liked it more than me, I think. Uh, Yeah, I thought it was more entertaining. Yeah. And the cinematography is great, and I can watch a crappy movie if it looks cool. Yeah. If I just sit there and watch it, and I already paid for it all, I'll enjoy what I can enjoy. I, um, I think you can criticize J.J. Abrams for a lot of things. I don't personally think you can criticize him for his cinematography. Like no. He knows how to lens flare well, and all. Lens flares. The get dude a little knows annoyed. how to. I did, actually didn't notice the lens flares no. bad this time. He actually hasn't done it in in either of the Star Wars movies because it didn't. The, it doesn't fit the. He did the first one. I mean, there's like a few little ones, but yeah. not like the Star Trek. No, no, it's the not Star, like Trek, Star Trek. It was fucking third of yeah, the movie it was, was lens flare. But but you need something because Star Trek and it's kind of boring. Right. I actually like his Star <laughs> Trek movies better than I like his Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah. I thought the. Two Star I Trek mean, films. The were, Star Trek films were actually good. I did watch them. They were fun. I thought they were way. And the funny thing is, though, uh, I am not a Star Trek like super fan, but like I am the level. My fandom of Star Trek is not near my level of Star Wars. Fandom. Right. My knowledge isn't as deep. And I have a guy, John, who we mm-hmm. uh, had lunch with that time. Yeah. That is the IT guy. He is a huge Star Trek fan. And <laughs> one he, guy we met the one time. He wore that shirt and had the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much information. I know. I know I'm just. It was the way you said it was. <laughs> yeah, funny I, know. To me. I knew you. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. He hates the JJ Star Trek movies because he feels like it shits all over. Star yeah, Trek all the canon. original. Like, yeah, but the. I mean, they had canon, but the old ones were. I never liked them. Yeah, I'm I the watched Next way. Gen. I watched Next Gen. But I didn't watch the I, original. I could not watch the original. I couldn't even watch the ones after Next Gen. Like, yeah, I couldn't either. Was, after that, it was like, nah, this is just too much. All right. So, anyway, let's go back to what did you like about The Rise of Skywalker? Hmm, what did I like? (laughs) (laughs) I like that little guy. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick was the little itty-bitty miniature creature that uh, worked on C-3PO in the film. Hands down, probably my favorite part. (laughs) And surprisingly, it was J.J. (laughs) And apparently that was all a J.J. idea. Yeah, uh, that he pushed hard for. That was like all his creation. 
I honestly, he's better to me than BB-8. He's better to me than the new little droid in this one, the little unicycle. Yeah, I guy, forgot what Dio they named or yeah. something, uh, which was voiced by. JJ. I still like BB-8 though. I, I, but I love this BB-8. guy. But as far as like an alive character, I think the voice alone helps push this just above Baby Yoda until he can talk. Eh, I mean. I, I, Good. Remember, I go black. Oh, black, black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I mean, no, he's definitely stole the show as far as comedic <laughs> goes. To me, way funnier than the Porgs in the last. Jedi, oh yeah, yeah. Which well, I like those in the movie. Well, the Porgs had a had a reason to be there though. Yeah, I told you about. Didn't we touch that? Yeah, on? we. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that. They're um, very minion. The Porgs were very minion esque to me. Right, but so they filmed. Just in case you don't know. They filmed um, Last Jedi on an island in Ireland. Yeah, yeah Scotland, I think. Scotland, yeah. yeah. Um, and so everywhere you see a porg in the film is where there was a puffin they couldn't get rid of on the island. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, they were there. You couldn't bother the puffins. It was their natural habitat, <laughs> and so they were protected, and so they couldn't do anything to make them go away. So they yeah. had to cover them up, and that's how they came up with a porg. Yeah. Now, why they decided to put one inside with in the, the Millennium Falcon the, yeah, cockpit. <laughs> doing, that weird, doing that crazy-ass noise. Uh, so Okay, so you loved Babu Frick. Did oh, you, Babu Frick was great. Did you like any of the other new characters? We had several new characters. We had um, Janna, who was uh, maybe Lando Calrissian's daughter, or maybe he was hitting on her? I, I think he knew it was his daughter, yet still hit on her. Which is super weird. Yeah, but he's Lando. Uh I, I mean, the thing with this one is, like, the new characters were introduced, but this movie was so jam-packed with plot that I felt like we didn't get to know any of these characters right. at all. Like, because there was so much going on. You can get super excited to see Carrie Russell and only see one eye because she never takes her mask off. Right. <laughs> I felt like we got to know a little bit more about her than the other ones. Right. Uh, I was so excited to see uh, Dominique uh, Moynihan. Yeah. Or Monahan, the dude from lost and, and he was apparently and, a little disappointed because a bunch of his scenes got cut yeah i think um there's a ton of shit that got cut yeah i really did. and rose rose is rose like a, was non-existent yeah and she like, was a great i actually liked her character a lot in the last jedi i still kind of think she should have died in the last jedi yeah probably um, she, like she made a sacrifice and then had no repercussion from it i will say or no consequence from it yeah absolutely i will say it is very odd to me and i don't know if i can think off the top of my head of another time that this has happened to something so big named that the amount that the cast has been vocal about how unhappy they are with this film, The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, John Boyega has basically just fucking shit all <laughs> over it. Well, that's I what mean, happens really when you hire like, all he, he shit all on his Twitter. He is They're like, just a little honest. Yeah, he, he's just been blasting it. Which, I mean, I'll give him credit for, because a lot of people are scared to death to bite the hand that feeds, and they feel like right. they blackballed. Yeah, but if this trilogy is ending it, he's he's done. Well, so... yeah, but I think he's... I think the other thought to that is, yeah, you're right, but I think the other thought to that is, well, you're going to piss off Disney? They're going to they're gonna make right. sure you never work in this industry again, kind of thing. Which, you know, I mean, they're one of the most powerful players. Well, good thing is, though, he's British. There's They have their own whole market that Disney doesn't touch. True. Well, they do, but not in the same way. Um, he can go work for the BBC and have no pay. And <laughs> well, and Oscar Isaacs uh, has also been very vocal about it. Yeah, uh, they asked him if he wanted to, if they uh, ever wanted to do a spinoff mm-hmm. with him and Finn, 
That'd or be just cool. more of his backstory. Yeah. He was like, no, absolutely not. Huh. I mean, he was like, Mm-mm, never doing this again. Huh. Like, incredibly disappointed in his character. Because imagine how freaking excited you are when you get signed on to do this movie and you're basically the next Han Solo. Yeah. You grew up idolizing Star Wars and Han Solo and you get cast to be basically that, your generation's yeah. Han Solo. And you don't get to do any of the cool And you stuff. fly the Millennium Falcon for like two fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you sit next to Chewie for two minutes. Yep. And your story is nothing. Anyway, so, but we did get Babu Frick. We got Babu Frick. Um, again, things I liked, cinematography. Going back, uh, I, I mean, the cinematography for this whole trilogy has been good, I think. I mean, yeah. you, a lot of people shit on Ryan Johnson for The Last Jedi. I mean, he had good cinematography. The problem was it didn't, not all of it fit. Not all of it fit. Um, I but, mean, he still has, out of the new trilogy, he still has the greatest shot which of one? the that hyperspace bullet going through oh, the yeah, ship. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, whether I still you think agree that's with the best that tactic or whatever, because a lot of people hate that. I, you got nothing to do. But the you fact got that one it, jump and they're going to follow you. Use the jump to your advantage and sh- take yeah. him out with you. No, I, I agree. I actually love that scene. Yeah, I, I don't I love know the why fact you would that argue the balls to put silence in a in a two hundred fifty million dollar blockbuster. Right. No, like, it should. It's space. There should it was no, awesome. be no noise. But nobody else would do that. No. Nobody else would put score or something else going on because it's right. a huge epic moment. Yeah. And no, no it's a it's an instantaneous silence. moment. Yeah. Like it happens so fast that it almost paused time. Yeah. To just take it in, but no, it's just it was so massive. Yeah, but I, I will say I think JJ has given us the most iconic shots of the Disney trilogy, and for me, it, it goes back to like yeah. the Force Awakens with the the Tie Fighters and the the sun. Yeah, and you see their silhouettes or the X wings going across the water, mm-hmm. kicking up the water behind them. Those were awesome. Like, which I went back and watched Less Jedi before I went and saw this, and then they had the uh, speeders over the red dirt, yeah, salt flat. And all it made me think was, oh, I want to go watch the X-Wings over the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, and I think we got some good shots in this one. I really loved the, uh, I don't even remember where it is in the film at this point because there's so much going on. But it's the the Princess Leia's ship, the oh, yeah. Canton V cruiser yeah, yeah. or whatever, where she gets in A New Hope, where she gets yeah. boarded. Uh, it, like, taking off over the trees. Yeah, it's actually like, coming out of a cave. Yeah, it's, like, huge. It's, like, hiding underneath a cliff to stay camoed, and it comes out sideways, takes off, lifts yeah, up, and goes out. Yeah, that was out. cool as shit. It was cool. Like, JJ does such a good job, I think, with scale, making mm-hmm. things, like, making you realize how big these things are. Well, yeah, and it's especially at the end, it, they show the, like, one destroyer that they're on, and they look up, or, like, he turns his X-Wing around, there's all these there's yeah thousands and thousands of ships, and suddenly that little... That little starfighter looks really small. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, which, uh, the best poster I saw for any of the new trilogy movies was the one I sent it to you, I think. It was the IMAX poster for The Rise of Skywalker, and it was the huge angular oh, triangle yeah. of the Star Destroyer yeah. coming down and just the one tiny little X-Wing. Yeah, one little like, X-Wing. And then, like, facing toe-to-toe. Yeah. And I thought that was a super cool poster. Um, so, yeah, cinematography, incredible. Score's always great. Um yeah, those are the things I liked. <laughs> I know that list is short. Um, trying to think if there were any characters that I thought got a good, not really. Besides Babu Frick. <laughs> I mean, Babu Frick was really about it. I really didn't even like the new droid. Yeah, I mean, he was okay. He was okay. I still like BB-8 better. Yeah, BB-8 has way more personality than that little guy. Yeah. I and mean, we've also had three movies to get to know BB-8, but... Right. Uh, 
What didn't you like, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> That's, we've already talked about a lot of things. How much we time like. we got? Um, let me just go back to what I sent you. Um, I had three major questions. <laughs> Why is Kylo's blacksmith on the planet of the apes? Yeah. Like, they pan out, and it's just a chimpanzee with really long Yoda ears. Yeah. Um, Why did he wh- put that stupid fucking mask back on? I guess, because he's going back to, he he feels like it. Ne- he needs it to be Emo. evil. Yeah, but know. that was, like, so stupid, because in The Last Jedi... It's supposed to be the imagery of him hiding his true self. Yeah, but in The Last Jedi, he had basically ditched that. Right. And now he's back to his old ways. Because like, he went back to the dark, because he's being pulled by... Palpatine. My, my cousin, I think, said it best. It, JJ, and he's a JJ super fan. Like, loves everything huh. JJ Abrams has ever done. Loves Lost. I didn't any think any of those done. existed. Oh, anymore. no, absolutely. He he thinks he's awesome. I thought Lost killed him off. And, I mean, and I agree with him to an extent, um, but he said, he was very critical of the film, and he said this movie was not good because JJ Spent too much time trying to give the finger to everything Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. had done, and then also trying Brilliant. to close some of the crap out. Ryan Johnson did really hosed up the thing. Yeah, but also trying to close out not only just three movies, nine movies, which um, he didn't even do. No, not at all. And then also on top of all that, fan service trying to squeeze in every yeah. bit of that. So it's like you did you put way too much on your plate. Which the rumor is is that he asked Disney to split it. Right, they said no. And they said no, which I think is, they would have got a ton of shit for. Right. I think it was a smart move on their part, because it would have looked like they were just money grabbing. For them, they needed they needed to not split it. For the movie, they definitely needed yes. to split it. Yeah, yeah. And if, there was a spot in the middle that would have been a perfect spot to split. Yeah. You could have ended on them fighting on that, what is it, what was it, down? It was the rest uh, of the stars, Death Star. Or the uh, yeah. Death Star, too. Yeah, when they were fighting outside in the waves of the Death Star, when he bolts, stop it. Yeah. Go to the next one. Because right, that's about questions? the halfway point. Um, yeah, I had sent you why the hell is is uh, yeah the blacksmith Doctor Zayas working on his mask. Yeah. Uh, what gives with her deciding she's been adopted by someone else's family after she basically kills their son? Yeah, it's almost like uh, the good son, the Macaulay Culkin movie, yeah. tries to kill the kid and then take over and his take family. over the spot. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, she's like, "Ha, you're dead." Okay, I'm just gonna take your family now. <laughs> And they're standing there like ghosts, like, uh, yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, and then and, last. Uh, when the fuck did the Force decide that teleportation is easy to do? I don't know. That was stupid as shit. I felt like this entire trilogy, not well, not this entire trilogy, because it didn't happen in The Force Awakens. The healing I can understand. So many Force powers came out of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. The healing, the healing I could get because of, I don't know, I, I feel uh, so like So Luke couldn't heal? No, Luke was ever not that great until after the movies. He Luke was, got better after the movies. He was awesome at the end of Return of the Jedi. Kind of feel like Yoda, that would have been some Yoda shit, though. Uh, yeah, okay. But yeah. Yoda and Kenobi, nobody ever did that? Right. Qui-Gon? Nobody ever force-sealed? They were never around anyone injured, though. Uh, not really. I mean, other than I cutting Darth Maul in half. <laughs> so suddenly she just learns how to heal something because she just places her hands well, I on don't it. think she should be able to do it. I just th- I can understand yeah. the force-sealing. Like, baby Yoda doing that. Right. Cool. Her doing that, not as cool. Yeah. Or if you can, cool. Because she learned most of the Force because she was just Force sensitive. Okay. Someone had to learn it that way the first time anyway. Yeah. But have it have an effect. Like, Kylo does it and dies. Like, it should pull your 
you're sending your energy into something else. It should drain you. Yeah. It drained him. She should have collapsed. Yeah. Yeah, she should have passed out or something. That stupid snake creature. Yeah. Like, there were no repercussions. She just healed it. She touched it. No, you're healed. And then she just gives a little, uh, okay, I'm good now. You're right. Yeah. No, you should be, you're sucking the energy out of something else. You just fucking unlock the Chamber of Secrets. (laughs) (laughs) Take it back to Harry Potter. Exactly. Uh, Those are good questions. Um, The the whole teleport, like, they did it, they did do it in the movie before. In The Last Jedi. Right. Luke gave Leia the little dice. And she held on Basically, to Basically, the last 30 minutes of the movie was all it was just a vision. Right, but he was a vision, and Kylo couldn't touch him. That makes sense. He was just a force projection. But he hands Leia dice that she holds on to and then drops, and then Kylo picks up, and they disappear. Since when could you pick up a force projection? Well, she gave Kylo a lightsaber. Right. Na- no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It started in the last movie, so I can't completely Continue. blame this yeah. movie. I can blame Ryan Johnson for that one. <laughs> But it shouldn't have gotten that much worse that you're zapping a lightsaber through how many fucking walls in that temple. Yeah. Like, if you could teleport, why not just teleport your ass out of there? Just go, hey, boom. See you later. Now you're, now you're standing next to her. Right. Yeah. Like, someone else that I was talking to was trying to say, oh, it's it's her whole force dyad thing. It's like, yeah, that's a dyad. That's two. That doesn't mean they're the same one. Right. They're yeah. they're bonded, but not by fucking teleporting. It's not the goddamn tomorrow, people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and that's the thing. Like, there's so many fucking questions, which I understand. Not everything wraps up in a nice bow. There's a lot of questions. I, I have so many questions, and see that now. The more I like, I like the Force Awakens when I watched it, but now the, when I go back and rewatch it, I have so many fucking questions. Like I, it's a shock. There's questions, but it's still entertaining to me. But so, and to me, that is JJ. Like my critique of JJ, anything he's ever done, he is such a good guy. That I mean, he he does such a good job creating things. He yeah. can create worlds. He can create stories. He he gets you he gets you captivated and in so quickly. Like you mm-hmm. just bought into it. You know what I mean? Same like with Star Wars. Like with Force Awakens, you you bought into it. I yeah. at least I'm like I'm in. Yeah. But then he. Doesn't answer questions. Yeah. Some, some shit, he, like, makes it up to be a big thing and then just forgets about it. He did that on Lost all the time. Well, it's like Finn saying, I gotta tell you this. Ah, and then they get pulled under. He never... And then he's asked about it. He's like, I'm not gonna tell you. And then he right. never fucking tells her. Which everyone knows what it is, but... No, actually, I don't... They, I, from what everyone says, it's not that he had feelings for her. Oh. Which is what everyone's guess was, is that he thought he was Force-sensitive. Oh. Because apparently there is a there was a scene that was shot on the... One of my biggest complaints, the stupid fucking horse battle <laughs> on the surface of a Star Destroyer while it's flying through space. Uh, he apparently used the force to, like, get a lever to switch or something. Oh, okay. He was able to, like, do it. Like, he couldn't get to it, and he was like, and then it, like, did it. And he was like, oh. whoa, supposedly. Okay. We'll see if that ever gets, like, released on a DVD Magnetic or horseshoes. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, to me, this... Home. I mean, the cinematogra- as a cinematography thing, the shot was cool. But that, Watching that, that, that's all cool, JJ, but, though. That right. is what he always does. Right. It's like, well, what if we did this? And it everyone's looks like, cool, that would be so no badass, but it sense. makes... Exactly. Yeah. It's like not a single person in the boardroom at Disney was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? They're all like, okay, that'll be cool, or that'll sell merch, or... The whole thing just reeks of it was done by a fucking boardroom. Weren't the, 
Were they on the planet, though? Or was that still what? the one in space? Wasn't that one of them that just rose up out of the ground that they were on? I don't know. That I mean, that could be why they're running on top of it. Yeah, but they weren't... I mean, we saw in the shot, they're fucking... Right, they're raising... 80,000 feet in the air. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you could get way up there. Yeah. And Anyway, they could have still been in the atmosphere. Yeah. It had to, that had to be in the atmosphere. So yeah. gravity still could have taken effect, but it's fucking weird. So... I get running on horseback. It was to avoid their radar, but that's... Yeah, it was weird. It looked cool, but it wasn't... It was in no way practical. No, it's like fucking Lord of the Rings met yeah. Star Wars. Like, it just didn't... I don't... I would have been okay if they used speeders. Yeah. Like, speeders just fly out of the back of the Falcon I mean, at this rate, why didn't they just ride a bicycle? <laughs> and joust. I'm coming for you! Bring, bring. Yeah, exactly. That fucking peewee, it could have been a cameo in the background. You've seen peewee of a thousand bicyclists driving by. Suddenly, E.T., who was actually in episode episode one during yeah. the council scene, you just see him go by on a bike. Yeah. So... I completely forgot about that until about three weeks ago. Yeah. That there's a little... Little ET. Pod of ETs. My biggest complaint, I think, of the things I didn't like, for me, and this is me being a Star Wars fan of episodes one through six, those six movies told the story of Anakin Skywalker. Yep. So we start with Phantom Menace with Anakin Skywalker as a little boy. We end with Return of the Jedi. He's gone through this journey where he's turned to the dark side. He's this terrible person. Yep. He's killed fucking children, murdered yeah. children, and he redeems himself to save his child. Yeah. And his it was two children. Yeah. And realizes he's actually a good person, he's made bad choices, and he saves himself, sacrifices his life yeah. for these people. And I feel like every bit of that is wiped out by this by this movie. Mm-hmm. He does that by destroying the Emperor, who is a greater power than he is. So he, he Oh, but did he but he didn't. Oh wait, hey, let's. You know what? And we find out in a, out in the fucking crawl. Womp the womp. dead speak. Emperor Palpatine. Yep. Uh, to me, it was like the biggest crutch. Which uh, I didn't even know that the the whole speak thing. Like someone else had to tell me where. It, like when they did that, there was a promo like two weeks before. That oh, the the, uh, the thing was actually done on Fortnite. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, that's stupid. Yeah, it's, like I said, the whole thing just reeks of corporate. To me, it's, I mean, and I can, I will shit on George Lucas all day long. Like, <laughs> I think he's a visionary. Obviously, we have this whole franchise. Right. But he can't him. leave well enough alone. Right. We've talked about that before. <clears throat> like but I said, his, have some creative self-control. His biggest fear, and he spoke about this in the 80s, was that someone would take over. He would never sell Star Wars because it would be taken over and it would be basically controlled by a board yeah a boardroom of, oh, of guess what paramount buddy? or you know and he would never sell the rights because of that and like this is exactly why yep not that his ideas because there's been all sorts of weird stories about what his ideas were for the next three movies it and was weird too, they were not so. good no <laughs> uh so it's not like his ideas were any better but yeah, I don't know. Like but it, the whole thing was like an overlapping story to an overlapping story to an overlapping story. You had one through six, which was Anakin. Then you yeah. had what's now three through nine, which was finishing Luke. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through Luke's, you get Ray and Finn. Yeah. And so they should have continued on. And then they decided to plop the Emperor in through the whole thing as like the one piece to connect them all. But he in no way should have connected anybody. He wasn't and it was, everyone's it, evil. He was Anakin's evil. And then Anakin was Luke's evil. Right. 
and then Luke's evil is fighting with Ray to come back to the Force. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree completely. And maybe I'd be okay with Palpatine coming back in some way if it were done well. Yeah. But it was done in such a like shoddy, haphazard way. Like there were a million questions. How's he still? How did he fucking survive? Yeah. How is he alive now? Who uh, takes care of him? Luke did fall down another shaft and land on a bridge, but he didn't have a, it wasn't a reactor shaft. <laughs> right. And you're also led to believe that he impacts because you see like radioactive yeah. waves come up. Well, also, even if he fell down there, how do you get off the Death Star? It, went, boom. it exploded yeah. like 10 maybe minutes later. A, I was thinking maybe that's an elevator shaft. And he just came up with where the fuck did everyone go? <laughs> okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So. <laughs> There was an article going around, and we'll link to it in the show notes, uh, Huffington Post. Uh, I think this is a good time to bring this in. Uh, had an article called Burning Questions and Plot Holes from Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> and not all of I mean, a lot of them are funny and tongue-in-cheek, but some of them are very relevant and were questions that I asked while I was watching the movie. My biggest one being, uh, uh, it said, how did Palpatine conjure a Star Destroyer fleet? Who was managing those ships? So we just saw a fucking thousand Star Destroyers. I don't think anyone was managing them at first. I think they were just building them. And well, who was building them? Those little fucking dude, the cult people in his temple. We don't even know who those people are. No, we don't, but I think they were building them. Like, all of a sudden, there's a fucking crowd there, and it's Gladiator. Yeah. He kept saying he was summoning them. <laughs> I was waiting but, for, yeah. for Palpatine to give the thumbs up or thumbs down, like Joaquin yeah. Phoenix and I think Gladiator. they were building them. Now, why they just rose out of the ground, I don't know, but that could have been his force power. Now, here's a funny tongue-in-cheek one. How did yeah. he get hooked up to that nifty life support machine? And why didn't Ray just unplug it? Yeah. <laughs> Again, I mean, I know that's silly, but... Right, but it also there's also one in there that it looks like a fucking claw machine. <laughs> from Toy <laughs> Story. The claw. the claw! Maybe that's who those people were. We're all just the aliens from, from Toy Story. <laughs> the claw! The claw has chosen! Uh, one that's not in there that I was... That kind of... I was still going through our text trying to figure out... Um, you didn't mention your hatred of Han. Um, oh, that was just fucking stupid, man. I mean, they, they kind of foreshadowed that, but it was weird. No, it's, they didn't. I'm surprised he went back to do it. Well, no, Honestly, he did. He tells, he tells right. Or he tells Kylo that I'm going to be with you just like Han. And he called that Han was going to come back. And I think that's how he got in his head, but it was stupid. And I'm surprised that Harrison Ford agreed to do that. Honestly, I would not even be surprised in the slightest. If they literally just took his footage from The Force Awakens. And just pasted because it in. it is almost, some of the dialogue yeah. is word for word. I get that it's word for word because it's supposed to be haunting him and he's he's only seeing his memory. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not like Han's like coming back as a Force projection. Like it wasn't presented in a way that it was haunting him. I would have much rather, and this is in the uh, Colin Trevorrow script uh-huh. that leaked that apparently yeah. today was confirmed that it is legit in some way. Huh. I don't know how far along it got, but it yeah. he, he did write it and right. Disney had it because that's how it got out yeah um but in that it in that movie that he wrote for his script of episode nine which was called duel of fates luke like kylo is haunted by luke like yeah. Luke is like he can't get him out of his fucking head and he's like toying with him like a cat right like, although that doesn't make sense for luke's character to be haunting someone but but it's not luke's character like it's it's kylo's manifestation of him right and that's basically what han was it's Kylo's man. It sounds like it was presented it, that still. way because it very much. No, me, it was presented horribly. I think that's what it was, but I think yeah. it was presented horribly. It wasn't presented like he's right. having this huge, you know, uh, conscious problem, you yeah. know, with his conscience. 
and he his father who he killed is coming back to haunt him it felt very much like you know hey dad's just coming out of the smoke to yeah to mufasa and say you can do this yeah and it was like okay uh, uh that that whole scene I did not like that whole the, the fighting on a fucking Death Star. There would be no remnants that were that right. large. Of oh a Death no, Star. that's what I was about to say. Is that the, thing exploded into, into a million vapor. <laughs> but yet, there's a giant piece that first off didn't fall on Endor. Yeah, it fell to some random. The whole place. plot of Return of the Jedi is they have their shield generator there because it's the closest place to it. Or is that supposed to be the first Death Star where they blow it up at? No, it was it was the second Death Star because it had his chamber. In his chair, oh, that's where he right. sat while Vader and Luke fought, and the, even played the same music. Yeah, but he had a he had a throne in the first one. Nope, he's not even he's shown not. in the first one. He's no, not. But even I shown thought they still had like a chamber room. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Nope. The other thing was if R 2s they keep complaining that R 2s memory was supposed to be bad. Yeah, like, that's why he can't back up three PO. But then he did back up three PO and put it back. But nothing's wrong with three PO. Like, I wanted something to be corrupted. Like, suddenly he only talks like Yoda. Yeah. Like, everything's out of order. Yeah. Like, he gets some the wrong corruption. word. Yeah, yeah, some kind of corruption. Yeah, I agree. Like, something would have been good with that. Or one, and... eye, one eye just shudders. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. And I don't know if this is Disney or if this is JJ. Nobody died. Right. Nobody good died. We didn't lose anyone of significance. Hey, you lost Kylo, but yeah. No, there was a pretend... uh, Well, okay, first off, the whole movie is fake-outs. Yeah. Oh, Palpatine died in Return of the Jedi. Nope, he's back. Oh, Chewie died. She killed Chewie. Oh, no, wait, he was conveniently on another transport ship we never saw. Yeah. Like, there's so many fucking gotcha things. Billy D. Williams just shows up, Lando, (laughs) with a fucking fleet (laughs) of a million ships. In the middle of the desert. (laughs) Oh, it's because he's Force-sensitive, too. He knew they were there. Well, I'm talking about at the end, <laughs> the Battle of Exegol, when everything's kidding. going to shit, and all of a sudden he shows up, and he's got a thousand ships behind him that everyone's come to save the day. Well, the I mean, he was second. sent to go get them. Yeah, I know, but the whole point in last, at the very end of Last Jedi, they're like, "There's nobody answering our call." Like, but yeah. and even during the beginning of the movie, no one's answering our call. Yeah, but suddenly they all conveniently answer the call at the end. I'm guessing it's, "Hey, Leia died. We need you to show up." I don't there even was, get me there started was, on that. Yeah, there was something <laughs> in. There was something in it when they showed up that made me think, oh, this is why they showed up that time, but I don't remember what it is now. I, I think, honestly... I of, did have a decent reason of why they showed up, I just can't remember what it was. I think of all the original characters from the original trilogy mm-hmm. that continued on to this, I think Leia got shaft the most. Mm-hmm. And I well, think, she was kind of dead when they... Well, her you know, unexpected death yeah. obviously had something to do with it. Yeah. But... You and I talked about, I mean, I I hated her little weird Mary Poppins scene in The Last Jedi. So stupid. I really wish they killed her in the last movie because of that. Absolutely. If they had any balls, they would have had Kylo kill her. Oh, she she just froze out there. Or she could have froze out there, whatever, and then he accidentally killed her, and then he felt guilty about it. Right. Okay. It's like, so many things. And then, also, they're like, oh, we gotta keep her in this movie even though she's dead. So they literally took footage from The Force Awakens. And tried to force it into the script, and then they did. Mm-hmm. They did do some digital manipulation to it. Oh yeah, because she looked all kinds of uncanny valley. Yeah, super weird. Uh, none of it fit. She was in the first twenty minutes, and then she's not in the movie for fucking an hour, and then all yeah. of a sudden she dies. <laughs> yeah, like she's like, uh, she knows what she has to do, and it's no going to take her toll. Her, no indication of her being decides, sick. No, I'm going to do this, and then dies. Yeah, like 
literally hadn't seen her for 40 minutes. Then we cut back to her and it's like, oh, she's dead. She's yeah. dying. And I'm going to say Ben. Yeah. And that's going to make him stop. Like, ugh. I don't know. To me, it was, yeah, it's just so much, so shoddy and weak. Just weak writing. Weak writing. And say what you will about Lucas and the prequels and how shitty the dialogue was. And that was weak writing. I don't necessarily think the story was weak. The plot wasn't weak. It was his his dialogue was horrible. He writes horribly stiff dialogue. Yeah. Well, the but plot just had holes left and right. No worse than this. <laughs> this this thing switched. They teams. all they all had plot holes. Okay, for for this one, I put plot holes aside. It was an entertaining spectacle that also happened to be a disheartening disservice to anyone that actually wanted a canonical story closure. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna use two questions on here. From that uh, Huffington Post that I think are fucking fantastic. <laughs> is Palpatine a Dementor now? <laughs> <laughs> and then, if so, why don't Ray and Kylo just use a Patronus? <laughs> uh, what would her Patronus be? Uh, I don't know. Probably that weird creature on Jakku in The Force Awakens that like gives her the slop. Gives her the oh, food yeah. that she like gives the parts to. Yeah, That weird creature. Because he fed her. Yeah. Uh, so in uh, Trevorrow... <laughs> just kind of wanted to do a Patronus and a little porn go... Ah! <laughs> I mean, it's Babu Frick. <laughs> hey! <laughs> he screams it as it's coming out. <laughs> uh, I will say in uh, Trevorrow's... <laughs> in Colin Trevorrow's script that was leaked, um, which again, it was like very early on, I think. Because <laughs> um, he originally was set to direct the movie, and then he back he yeah. separated very early on in the production, and JJ came back. But he, uh, in his story, Kylo killed Ray's parents. They never end yeah, up together. Yeah, yeah. There's I saw no that. kiss. There's no tension. Right. He kills her parents. He admits to it. She kills him. In the end, um, and then she basically unifies. Uh, the Force Ghosts appear just like at the end of Rise of Skywalker, and then she kind of unifies. She truly becomes the last Jedi, and Luke says to her, you did what I and none of these other Jedi could do. You took the dark, and you took the light. Oh, yeah. And still did the right thing. Yeah. But you harnessed the powers of both, and you basically walked the, the middle line. Yeah. You brought balance. Yeah. Which is the whole... Yeah, she was the balance instead of them balancing each other. I mean, the whole point of Anakin, he's the chosen one that will bring balance to the Force. Yeah. That was literally the premise of the Phantom Menace. Right. All the way to episode six. <laughs> um, oh, that that was one thing at the end. It was stupid that suddenly she's drawing the force of all the other Jedi. But the fact that they got some of those voices to do it was cool. Yeah. Like you just hear Samuel L. Jackson. That's, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. The, um, um, we're with you. <laughs> and the girl from yeah. uh, Clone Wars that yep. you were talking about earlier. Um, I didn't hear an Ewan McGregor in there, though. Yeah, he was in there. Was he? Yeah, apparently. I didn't really notice the voice. I was like, uh, oh, they just got people to say stuff. And then I heard Samuel L. Jackson. I was like, what? He was listed what? in the uh, credits. Oh, okay. That's, they listed all the names of the force. I mean, that's kind of cool that they did it. Yeah, that's cool. Man, Frank Oz in there. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We could probably go on for another hour about this movie and how many plot holes and questions there are. Any other questions in the list? Cause I know one, I know one that's a major question. Was Ray's breast so bad that it killed Kylo? <laughs> <laughs> what was your question that you said was in there that never oh, got answered was it uh who had sex with palpatine yep yeah. it's in there like eight times yeah 
Yeah, if Kylo <laughs> died from force healing Ray, why didn't Ray die when right. she forced Even baby Kylo? Yoda healed healed the Mando and, and then, then passed out. Went into a coma. Yeah. yeah. And he slept for like eight days. Um, yeah, the so other if, one. The so pits. Palpatine is Ray's grandfather who had sex with Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, and then at the very end, it, it's also after this list of like 40 questions, it's also again, and I can't also, stress like, this enough. Who, who had sex with him? Yeah. The very last one is, I can't stress this enough, who, period, had, period, sex, period, with, yeah. period, Palpatine. Show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one that pissed me off was the Knights of Ren. Never got fucking explained. I know they right. were in a very brief sequence in The Force Awakens. Apparently, they shot a ton more. Yeah, and JJ said they had a backstory that they just didn't get to. Uh, Which parents- brings me to my next point. Sex with Palpatine? Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Give Babu Freak the spinoff he deserves. <laughs> uh, the one I saw, not on that list, but on another list, which was uh, when is Disney Plus going to have the Babu Freak Baby Yoda cop drama? Oh, yeah. That'd be <laughs> I, awesome. I'm in it together. The partner drama. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And- Lou grabbed the lightsaber, so Force Ghost can just do anything now. That goes back to the whole teleportation thing. Now, now projections can just do whatever the fuck they want. Well, and, and now we can shoot Force Lightning out to a fleet of a thousand ships. And disable them. We're that powerful now? Apparently he was. Uh, and also, did he not learn from the prequel trilogy, <laughs> if you shoot force lightning at someone, and they have the force and a lightsaber, they can turn it back on you. Yeah, that's, that's how, how you he got all first scarred. damn time. That's how he got all disfigured. And right. someone still had sex with him. <laughs> After he, I mean, Yeah, Lucas really had a weird way of making people ugly. Made Anakin look like a fucking hard-boiled egg at the yeah. end of Return of the Jedi. Either that or Rage just- ages very well oh that's true i don't know it could be like yoda she could be what 11 years old (laughs) 11 now we really are going into lord of the rings yep uh all ray needed was a second lightsaber to defeat palpatine huh yeah (laughs) and and then uh, don't even get me fucking started well do get me started the end let's just talk about the end let's end on the end yeah the very last scene at Tatooine, her burying Luke and Leia's this, lightsaber. This whole thing was supposed to close the trilogy, and she's still alive, saying she's a Skywalker. That does not close the saga. She's also not a Skywalker. No, she's not. Light. So she <laughs> makes her weird yellow lightsaber. We we get no indication of what that is. There's this. She goes back to the Lars homestead. That's not has nothing to do with Leia. Nope. That's where Luke came from. Right. So she buries both their lightsabers there, and then we get. Well, to see she her. can't. She can't bury Leia on Alderaan. Right. I I get that, but. <laughs> I get that, but <laughs> then we get the silhouette shot that's supposed to tug on the heartstrings of her and BB-8 standing there all alone watching the, the twin sunsets right. where, Luke, you know, I'm gonna, one day I'm going to get off this planet. It, none of it makes sense. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that just wants to poke holes at everything, because I'm really not. It just... No, but I mean, they made it kind of easy to... It just wasn't good. <laughs> Why can Ray dish out force healing like Oprah dishes out cars? But Kylo doesn't once, and he's all, oops, I did. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, it just wasn't good, sadly. And I, I, I really went in with very low expectations. Oh, there's there's your other question. No one came to help the Rebels in Last Jedi, so how did Lando gather a million reinforcements in the time it takes to heat up a Hot Pocket? <laughs> said much better than I could have said it. <laughs> yeah. That's just poetry right there. I mean, but here's the thing, like everybody wants to shit on Ryan Johnson for The Last Jedi because he threw a wrench in the plan, whatever. He, he, he but he did it with no explanation of anything. It looked like he but just that's was my like, thing. He JJ 
set it all up with no explanation of anything. True. But he kills off like the major guy that never got an explanation of where the hell he came from. Yeah. I think that's the only reason we got an answer this way of him being a clone is. Yeah, but that, I mean, that made no sense. Whatsoever. Which is why I think they want, I think they tried the whole cloning thing forever. Like they had the clone troopers be the stormtroopers, Right. And that's why. Yeah. Warner Herzog wanted baby Yoda because he clone. was really working with the empire to clone him, to clone Jedi, yeah. clone Jedi, powerful people. Right. Clone force sensitive, force powerful people. Right. And Especially ones that can heal. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering if somewhere. Baby Yoda ended up getting caught and got turned into half Snoke's DNA soup. I don't know. Snoke was an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> I kept thinking he was just old and he got disfigured by the Force. But good. But that was the old canon too. Is that the longer you were on the dark side, the more disfigured the Force right. made you? Yeah, it ate away at you. Basically, right. yeah. And then that's not canon anymore. Apparently, you can just keep on trucking. Yeah. I just think it's funny that people shit all over Spider-Man 3 because we got emo Tobey Maguire. But I yet, mean, that, was, that kind of fit with Venom, though. He's but being nobody, taken symbiote. nobody seems to have any issue with yeah. Kylo Ren being uh, the biggest emo. Dude, you know that fucker cut himself. <laughs> you know <laughs> he listened, you know, to Under Oath and <laughs> to write love on her arms and sleeping at last and dude cried in his room and kept a diary. You don't get it, Mom. Nobody <laughs> understands me. But nobody had any problem with this fucking weak-ass character. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame, because I do think Adam Driver's probably the best, one of the best actors of the whole thing. Oh, like, yeah. He's, he's phenomenal. But... Just, you can only do so much with the material. Uh, 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 the prequels are very good evidence <laughs> of that. Now, now I want someone to go back and recut the movie with emo music. Yeah. Just like... He's just standing, looking out the the starship window, listening to The Cure. He's got AirPods in. <laughs> Friday, I'm in love is playing. <laughs> Nobody gets me. Yeah, I, I don't. Somewhere Morrissey's just playing in the background. Yeah. I, I, I really... I think this one could tarnish Disney pretty hard. And I... I could see them kind of stepping back a little bit from Star Wars. I hope they don't because I want them to keep making Mandalorian. No, I don't think they'll step away from Mandalorian because it's successful. I mean, they kept saying this is going to be the last movie for a long time, and then they're like, "Oh, we've we've got the next three Game of Thrones Oregon people." On. It's like, damn it. Yeah, but those are going to be set a long time ago. They're going to have nothing to do with Skywalker. At least had fucking nothing to do with Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and the name is stupid. The Rise of Skywalker, really? Because she's the new Skywalker. She's not. It's supposed to close... They even kept saying, this is going to close out the Skywalker saga, and it didn't. No. Part of me wonders if they did that for a reason. Because somebody wanted them to... to 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, hopefully all aren't bored to tears. Hopefully, maybe, I don't know. In 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 an ideal world, we've said something that really struck a nerve. You're either screaming, yes, at your headphones or radio or car or you're like no fuck you chris or fuck you brad <laughs> either way just just scream yeah. at your radio in your car because it's funny. Yeah, hopefully you either agree or you vehemently disagree with us on on some take that we had uh and please let us know if you hated this themed uh episode because we've thought about maybe doing that again. yeah why not we've thought about like you know hey this one 
uh, Brad even put in our outline the one about Star Wars, taking a very friends approach to oh, it. Yeah. You know, the one about this, the one about that. So maybe next one will be about cover songs or, you know, we can just deep dive on one topic. Yeah. Um, and because, you know, we've got a lot of facets on a lot of topics. Oh, yeah. So if you hate it, let us know. Because obviously not everybody's going to like every topic. We know that. Nerds exactly. Are, nerds like a lot of wide variety. Really, everybody hates 1999. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be like a running thing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone really hated that episode. Still our least listened to episode. <laughs> yeah, with three. I mean, that year wasn't that bad. Was it? It was high school. It sucked. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Let us know. Please give us feedback what you think. Um, Where can they do that at? Oh, yeah. So they can hit us up on Twitter at bizcasualnerd. B-I-Z. Casual nerd. You can uh, always go to our website, www.businesscasualnerd.com. And you can email us at bizcasualnerd at gmail.com. And if you do, please make your subject, hey, with like 12 whys. Um, That would be great. Uh, Before we leave, I don't want to forget that I did post in our Business Casual Nerd Facebook group, which is another way you can connect with us. So just get on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, search Business Casual Nerd Podcast. And you have to ask to be a member. That's just so Brad and I can just, let's, we're not trying to gatekeep. We just want anybody to get in. But just send us a note saying how you heard it if we don't know who you are. Obviously, if you know who you are, we're going to let you in. But if we don't know who you are, you don't think we know who you are, just shoot us a note saying, hey, I heard it through this or I got referred to by this and we'll let you in. Uh, that way we just don't have weirdos, bots, whatever. Well, we're all weird, but any bots or any you know people that are just going to come in and shit on everything and be negative. Uh, we don't want that going on in there. So right now it's a very small group, but I did post on there last week that we were going to be doing this episode and asked if anybody had any opinions, throw them in, and we try to include it in. So we do want to give some quick shout-outs. So uh, our, La- our Lawn John friend that uh, has been our friend from day one did say, uh, I liked it, but I'm not a Star Wars fan, which echoes what I was saying earlier. I think if you're a casual fr- you know, Star Wars fan, you probably loved it because it was awesome. Um, Let's see. One of the guys from Lockstock and Two Smoking Controllers. Oh yeah, yeah. There too. Uh, our friend Andrew from our friend podcast, uh, Lockstock, Two Smoking, two smoking controllers. controllers. Man, clearly that one getting, trips you up every time. Clearly getting to the end of this podcast. Oh, I keep trying to say the movie. So he uh, he said, "I've tried so hard to like Star Wars my whole life. I just can't stand it. I keep watching all the movies, thinking maybe this will be the one to convert me, but those keep getting worse and worse." Solo was okay, <laughs> and I get that if it if you didn't ever like it from the beginning you're probably not going to like it as absolutely just like i didn't like star trek from the beginning right i'm not going to like star trek the more they do it the more that i watch it yeah i liked one specific one yeah like i watched next gen i want to see the new picard show outside of that don't give a shit yeah i'm the same uh and i I agree with you andrew solo was okay i thought solo was pretty good solo was okay and if you're not not as good as rogue one not as good as rogue one but it was a good like heist movie like star wars heist movie which is cool if you're not into Star Wars, you're not going to care about Rogue One because the reason it was good is because it was like the old ones and set everything up. Right. So yeah, it tied into the story yeah. so beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's it for now. Uh, MC added her husband. MC, our, our famed guest that's been on the show a couple times, uh, added her husband to the group to try to get his input because apparently he had some opinions, but Ross never delivered. So we're just calling him out. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, slacker. Yeah. Jeez. You acting like you have a job and, and kid and stuff. I mean, come Bueller. on. So, again, another, that's another great way to reach out to us. Bueller. 
right, Brad, we're trying to shut this thing God down. Damn it, Ross, say something. I want to go home and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, reach out to us on all those things. Let us know if you hated this episode, if you liked this episode, if you liked our takes, if you hated our takes, if you want us to, I don't know. If talk. you have your own take. If you have your own take, we can always do a follow-up where we put in yeah. user-submitted feedback. If you want to come uh, give us your take. Yeah, if you ever want to be a guest on the show, yeah, if please. If you want to give the world your take. Yeah, come on. please. You've got like six people that listen <laughs> to listen to your take. Um, yeah, if you like this format or if there's any topics that you want us to deep dive on, you know, say, hey, let's uh, you guys always talk about this. Why don't you do an episode about this? We would always love that. We love uh, story ideas or segment ideas. Yep. We have a growing list. I don't know if we'll ever cross them all off. No, probably not. But that's that's, that's a better the, problem. Than yeah, I was going to say that's enough. that's OK. I'm OK with that. I'd much rather have a list of too many things to talk about than Brad and I stare at each other and go, what the fuck do we talk about now? <laughs> what do we Apparently, do? sometimes that's what Lon John wants, so he just wants us to... Uh, bullshit, 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 bullshit. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. You know, I didn't really care for The Rise of Skywalker, but it still was better than Rory. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... You know, it screws... Screw you, Rise of Skywalker, but fuck you, Rory. <laughs> there we go. That's how we always end it, right? Yep. All right. Poor Rory. All right, well... Poor Rory, uh, my ass. I'm surprised he didn't ruin this movie. Wow. So, wrapping up uh, the episode that Brad affectionately titled The One About Star Wars, this has been the Business Casual Nerd Podcast. I'm uh, Chris. I'm Brad. And uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. I couldn't, like, hear anything. No, I can hear. I can't <laughs> see. I'm just trying not to uh, do the thing that I know pisses your wife off so much when I back away, back away, back away, back away, back away, and then, and then, then, then I'm back in, I'm back. Oh, maybe I need to shorten your headphone cable so you yeah. can't back away. <laughs> on a chain. <laughs> can't even think of what that was now. The droid's memories go blah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs>